Welcome to the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. I'm Alex. I'm Willie. I'm Nick. I am Tim. Uh, today, we're going to talk a little bit about Arrested Development, apparently, because mm-hmm. Willie and I haven't been watching anything, but Nick and Tim have been watching Arrested Development. I haven't watched any Arrested <laughs> Development. Um, and then, have you, Alex? Yes, I've seen the, the original three seasons. Okay. Um, then we're going to go into kind of a retrospective on the Fast and Furious series. And then we're going to do a full review of Justin Lin's Fast and Furious 6. Um, just to remind everybody, we have a contest slash giveaway going on. Um, at some point in this episode, there's going to be a trivia question. If you can email the correct answer with your name to feedback at midwestfilmnerds.com and then go like us on Facebook, that gets you one entry into our Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase 1 box set giveaway. Um... The next two weeks we're going to have trivia questions as well, and you can answer each trivia question, including the previous one, for a an entry in the, the contest. So, uh, with that, I believe we will begin the Arrested Development talk, so I'll throw it to, uh, I'll throw it to Tim. Alright, well, I should say, yeah, I, I'm a fan of Arrested Development. I was... Um, the first two seasons I really love, and then the third is where I, really, I still really like it. It's just... I felt like there was a bit of a dip in quality in the third season. Okay. Um, so I actually was not excited for it to come back, like, at all. Like, I was kind of dreading it. Yeah. So I had um, really low expectations for it. But I've watched four episodes now of the new series, the four series. Okay. So, and I like it. I like it. I didn't, a lot of it's goodwill towards the characters, probably, a little bit, too. But it's still it's still funny. I don't know if it's... I don't think it's as good as the show was in its prime. Okay. Um, which I consider those first two seasons, but it's still really funny, and I, I've enjoyed. Is it is it better than season three in your mind? I don't think so. Okay, uh, but I haven't finished it yet. I'm only four episodes in too. So. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I enjoy. Um, you can tell there are certain restrictions they have with like scheduling issues, and yeah. that kind of is, is distracting at times. But they work around it. I, I like what I see so far. Okay. And I know Nick has watched. Yeah, about the same Nick. as me. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much, pretty. I would pretty much echo Tim's thoughts. I mean, the first two seasons are I. I kind of consider them like the pinnacle of, like television comedy. They're so good, especially the second season. It's stupidly good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third season, I think, is a lot better upon mm-hmm. subsequent viewings. Like, the first time I watched it, I remember feeling the same way. I was yeah. like, oh, I'm glad the show ended after this season before it had a chance to get any worse. But then the more I watched it, I was kind of like, I-, I still really like it. It's it's just barely a step below the first two. Uh, the fourth one so far, <clears throat> excuse me, I think the first episode of it was kind of rocky. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of strange. The, the, the pacing of every episode does feel off because they're about, what, nine minutes longer than they should they're, be? Yeah, they're around 30 minutes. I think. And it's weird because that does affect it. Like, yeah. you, you keep my... I've watched the run of Arrested Development so many times that, like, my internal Arrested Development clock tells me, like, when an episode should be over. And, and like, there's I'm watching no, it. There's no um, commercial breaks either. There's no, no spots. No. It's for a that. solid, yeah, yeah 30, 32 minutes, I think, is around what they're yeah. averaging. Uh, it's very peculiar. Strange length, but um, I'm five episodes in. Five or six. I can't remember if I watched up to six today or not. But it's... It's a pretty miraculous thing to behold, though. Like, the cast falling into the same cadence of their characters and 
I mean, like, Jason Bateman is just so, so, so good. He just fell yeah. right back into the yeah. shoes of, of Michael Bluth so flawlessly. And, uh, of course, the moment we learned that stuff on the screen, I was like, yes. <laughs> there he is. Henry Winkler is, like, stealing the show. Yeah, like, Henry Winkler, I have, to, I have text, like, Henry and Winkler, I've never not laughed at anything he said on that show. Like, everything he's ever said on that show is gold. Kills me. Like, so much. He's so and, good on the show. And you think that they would have worn out the Barry Zuckercorn jokes by now, like, <laughs> him maybe being gay and yeah. maybe being a pedophile. And, yeah. <laughs> but they haven't. It's still no. it's still fresh. Like, pedophilia is still funny on this <laughs> No, it's uh, it's good. I'm I'm rather enjoying it. There were, uh, so far, only, like, three, two or three times have I noticed some weird green screenery. Yeah, um, I know there was And it's pretty obvious when yeah. you see it. You're like, oh. But, yeah. And that was, they had to film certain people's parts separate from others, mm-hmm. but they're in the same scene together. But it hasn't really affected the performances. I haven't, like... It hasn't looked like anyone hasn't been meeting someone else's eyeline, or the delivery, the banter hasn't been good. It's all mm-hmm. been... It's all been pretty strong. It's the cameos, though, are the... Just all the little bit characters that popped yeah. up throughout the first three years, <laughs> watching them kind of slowly flit in and out... Yeah. It's just amazing. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. That's cool. But yeah, I think it's, it's a great experiment. It's very... It's got to be killer for Netflix to be able to slap, like... A Netflix original series on, Especially, on like yeah. the most like beloved cult comedy series of all time. It's uh, it's a very interesting experiment. It could it could end up redefining a lot about what we think of television so far. That and I don't know if you guys have watched any of the like the Amazon shows that they did, like the Zombieland no. show, and then the yeah the Zombieland one looked really. All I know but, is Zombieland. Zombieland. Yeah, it's bad. It's it's bad. They already said they're, they're never yeah. again. What it's it's very strange because. The part of the reason Zombieland works is because of the cast, yeah, and especially Woody Harrelson. And then they went a completely different route with the Woody Harrelson character, yeah, like he's really bumbling and stupid in the uh, okay. TV show. So I don't understand why they did the same characters and didn't just do like four different people in the Zombieland universe. Because yeah. the whole time you're, I do think this the Arrested Development return would never have worked if even one person was missing. Yeah, if they were like, oh, where's maybe? Oh, she's away at school. You'd be like, mm, yeah, at least get her in there a little bit. You know, yeah. try to work around it. Yeah, it's, uh, but it is interesting too because they when they initially said we're going to make one episode that's central to each character, they kind of did two. It's yeah. almost like there's two episodes about each character. That is the one thing I don't think really works because like I'm not terribly interested in an entire half hour of Tobias' story. And, and <laughs> he's that's, a side character, like yeah. keep him there. When the show worked at its best, it was when those characters were bouncing off each other too, and like the whole and Michael was dynamic. like the nexus yeah. of it. Yeah, the whole group the dynamic of, the show, of it. And so that's a little. There are some things you kind of have to look. Like you know what I mean? There's some yeah. weirdly, weirdly. I thought the Lindsay episode was pretty good. That yeah, one, Lindsay episode was funny. Was I always, strong. I always like Lindsay as a character. I was she's one of the funnier cast yeah. members for sure. Yeah. So, but the yeah. Michael ones are the best. Yeah, the Michael one and yeah. four. Four is so good. Yeah. It's like, it's like season two level. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. But all the jokes that Ron Howard and Jerry Bruckheimer's expense are absolutely <laughs> hysterical. It's so good. Yeah. You guys gotta watch it. I'm just hoping that this means that we get a Netflix original uh, that 80s show season two. <laughs> Are you excited? Yeah. No, I'm hoping. I'm, I'm hoping. <laughs> or uh, Kyle XY revival. Oh, I, I mean, oh. It, you know, all of these things. We can are talk possible. about that later. Though. <laughs> yeah. Let's save that. Yeah. But I think it's. I mean, it's an interesting thing with. Because I mean, it's happened. What I mean, obviously, Firefly, was like bringing shows back and. Mm-hmm. Um, Getting a. Veronica Mars is going through it now. 24 is coming back for a 12-episode limited series. Is yeah. it? Yep. What's yeah. that going to do? 
I, what's it gonna be on? What is what purpose is that? It's, um, it's that movie script taken and yeah. uh, completely unedited and made into twelve hours. Yeah, I guess. Really? So. Yeah, but, it's gonna be on Fox, I think. Yeah, pretty sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's it's interesting. We've been watching Hollywood slowly run out of ideas and remake everything, and now they're doing it with TV. They're just bringing <laughs> back all the stuff that worked. Yeah. But is I mean, I mean, there aren't many reasons that Arrested Development should work. It shouldn't. It's so much later, and it's everyone's. Mm-hmm. So far, it's working. But like, I'm only a third of the way through it. Yeah. So yeah. So it could. We'll see. Is is so? How far after are we picking up? It's five years after. Okay. Mm-hmm. The series is actually five years later. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll check it out at some point. I didn't love Arrested Development as much as everybody else. Part of the problem is that I watched it ten years later. Yeah. And uh, how long ago did you? How more? How recently did you watch it? A year ago. Really? Yeah. It just you know everybody everybody loves it, and I think it's one of those things, much like um, I don't know, The Hangover. When I saw The Hangover, I didn't really love it that much. Okay. Because I had seen it way after everybody else did. There was a bit of a hype that was yeah, built they, around it. Yeah, so like it kind of built up my expectations. And I mean, Arrested Development is very funny, and there's brilliant things going on. But I just don't have like a. It doesn't feel like my own. It's not yeah. like. So you know, I haven't been chomping at the bit to watch season four, but I might I might watch an episode or two just to see if it, you know. So you've only done the whole gamut once. If you go back and watch it all again, now that you know the characters so well. You might find yourself even more in love with it. Possibly, with it's because I remember it was. It's a big repeat viewing show. Yeah. There's always tons of yeah. jokes, tons Absolutely. of things, visual gags, and tons of stuff you miss. But yeah. there, and I always love that about the original series is there's lots of jokes and uh, plot points that are set up a season in advance, and the payoff comes yeah. a whole like twenty episodes later, and you're like, oh my god, that's what they were talking about. Yeah. And I kind of forget that that's a staple of that show, because in season four, there's been a couple moments like that. You'll see when you watch episode five. Okay. There's a lot of moments in that episode that happened in, like, episode two and three, and I was like, oh, wow, they're, they're, okay. they're still pulling this off. Like, it, it, it works. That was actually a pretty pleasant surprise. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I kind of have a precarious relationship with, with the rest of development, but... Um... You need to get right. <laughs> We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Get your um, mind right. As Tyrese would probably say. <laughs> As he'd probably say. <laughs> well, speak of the devil, we can move into our discussion of the Fast and Furious series. Um, so just real quick, I have viewed all but Tokyo Drift as of now. Same with Willie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick has seen everything but Too Fast and Tokyo Drift. Mm-hmm. And then Tim, of course, had seen everything a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Back when yeah, it I've, came out. I have grown... As the fast franchise, this must be grown. particularly amazing. For have you? you, you kind of like it. This is going to be the podcast where you cry. <laughs> <laughs> Alex might too. <laughs> did, did you? Um, did you see them all in theaters? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to. The one I'm trying to remember is I can't remember if I saw Tokyo Drift in theaters. I didn't see Tokyo Drift in theaters. Okay. I okay. waited for Tokyo Drift on DVD. Okay. So. All right. So really, Paul Walker is your main draw. Oh, in most things in life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, I don't know necessarily where I want to start start off. I don't know if I want to go movie by movie or if we just kind of all want to generally talk about our feelings on things. But I mean, I, I, I I've seen I saw Fast and Furious one, but probably when it first came out. I don't think I saw it in theaters, but I saw it on DVD. Yeah, and I remember at the time not being nuts about it. And 
But yeah. that, that was my that was the extent of my experience with this franchise. And I always kind of felt like, oh, it's a movie about street racing, and I don't really care about cars. So what am I going to get out of it? Sure, you know. Sure. And that and that kind of carried through the whole series for me, which is why up until a week from tomorrow, a week before tomorrow, I hadn't seen any of any of the movies. So yeah, and um, I started at like midnight last night. <laughs> just, yeah, just real quick here. I'm really tired right now. Um, yeah, I, I, I've been watching a lot of Fast and the Furious, yeah. and and uh, I feel pretty manly because of it. But it's I'm tired as well. Testosterone is at an all time high. Just pouring through my body. Unlike right now. unlike me, where all the estrogen has built up. Yeah, it's and I'm really now going to yeah. cry at every movie that I see. It's, it's really made you real emotional this whole experience. But the thing is, this has been more of a war of attrition for you than it has for me. Mine was just a straight up marathon. Yours was like. You were beaten every day That's for true. like a week. That's true. Yeah, kind of. Um, Not really. But but no, that I mean, I, you know, I I knew that there was a lot of hype around Fast Five specifically for really revitalizing this franchise, and yeah. that people were embracing it. That I wouldn't. I hate to be like this, but Fast and the Furious is is not a movie that typically speaks to me. It's it's kind of a bro movie. Like I, I know that sounds bad, but it's just true. It's it's a bro movie. Like it's a. It's it's a it's a frat boy movie. Like you go there and there's half naked women and they're drinking beers and partying and racing cars. It's it is. There's always in every one of them a gratuitous steady cam shot of just an ass. Of a butt. A lot, a lot, right a lot of the way butts. past all the cars. Which tires. is perfectly fine, believe me. I like butts. But um not as much as some people at this table. <laughs> Tim's the butt fan here. Let's just throw it out there. Um no, I I uh no, I, I so it didn't really speak to me. I I always thought it was kind of kind of corny and, and like why would I watch these douches race cars you yeah. know <laughs> and and that was kind of I think it was warranted after I had my even my repeat repeat viewing of the first one okay because the first one is very much a product of the time it's very much super set in that CD race like let's listen to hip hop music all the time and like hit on chicks and drink booze and it's really it's just the whole thing's really broy and not in a good way though it doesn't really it takes itself way too seriously it does. I think it does. I mean, it, it doesn't have fun with it. But at the time, I understand why they took it so seriously because this was like, it just felt Serious right business. for that time. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and then I saw Fa- Too Fast, Too Furious, and I knew what the meaning of, of bromance truly was. Um, because <laughs> well, that's okay. so a beautiful we will, film. We should go movie by movie. I think that's the best way to yeah. do it. Yes. Do you guys have anything in particular you want to say about? Fast One? The Fast and the Furious. The Fast and the Furious? One Fast, One Furious. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that in theaters. It's basically Point Break. Yeah. Like a low-rent Point Break. Um, <laughs> directed by Rob Cohen, director of Stealth. Dragonheart. It's Dragonheart? Oh, he is, yeah. <laughs> Triple X. Triple X, Stealth, The Mummy 3, Curse of the Empire. Emperor. Emperor. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> it, so, it, I mean, it's got that pedigree. Um, no, I'm not crazy. I mean, I like the first one. It has its charms. It has its early 2000s charms. Ja Rule's fun. Ja Rule's in it. Yeah, if Ja Rule's in it, then, I mean, there's early 2000s there. Uh, oh, ja Rule screams menage at one yeah. point because he's so sad that like he can't have a threesome with these two like butt women. Yeah. The, yeah, the butt women. <laughs> the butt women. And he's just so, he just screams to the heaven, menage. As, as he sees his wind fade from his eyes. Yeah. yeah. Monica! <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, oh, but, oh, God, this is not going to turn out well if I keep this thing, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, I went and saw it in theaters when I was, because it came out when I was in high school, 
Mm-hmm. And it was it's a very high school movie. Yeah. Like it's very, very much aimed at like twelve year old, thirteen well, that's not high school, is it? But you know what I mean. Very much a teenage German movie. Yeah. Like a, it was the movie that the teens needed to sneak into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So it's a very high school age movie and I saw it in high school. And I remember liking it then, but I don't think I would I don't think I would watch it again if it wasn't for the rest of the franchise. So yeah. that's where I kinda stand on the first one. Yeah. I, I will say I'm glad that I watched it. Yeah. Especially because I feel like watching... Had I watched just from four on, yeah. I would have been somewhat... Uh, the reunion would have been lost on me. Mm-hmm. The reunion of Paul Walker and Vin Diesel back, yeah. on, back on screen in a Fast and Furious movie. Yeah. And, so I'm glad I'm glad that I saw it. It's it's a passable movie. It's got some entertaining races in it. But mm-hmm. other than that, Race Wars... But, uh, race wars, <laughs> well documented. <laughs> well documented race wars. Nick, any any thoughts? No, I think you guys pretty much got it. I remembered a couple scenes from it because we started watching it once up north when I was a kid, like the year it came out on DVD. Yeah. My cousin like loved it, and this is the kind of kid I was because when it was on, I was like, this does not interest me. <laughs> I thought we were watching Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Why are we watching Fast and Furious? Um, but no, I think. I think there was potential for a really killer movie there yeah. with, and you and I talked about this, if the Agent Brian O'Connor reveal had been withheld from the audience as well until the scene in the field when he's okay. calling in for the medevac, if he had been like, I'm a cop, blah, 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 and the audience was like, ooh, yeah. Yeah. That, <laughs> that would probably cool. be a modern classic. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> and and it would really... be... There's really no reason for a lot of the scenes that give away that he's a cop earlier on in the movie. It's like... So I think this movie deserves a re-edit as well. That, okay. That makes it into that kind of drama. Okay. Pull the source music and <laughs> lay in a nice score. <laughs> but I think that they're, 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 Vin really sold that scene really well, though. I was like, it's weird that his best acting was in the first movie. <laughs> no, it's, it's no, you're totally right. Like, Vin's kind of good in the first movie. Yeah. Like, I think it's, like, it's Vin very... He's very engaged in the first movie. He still yeah. had something to prove. Yeah, at that point in yeah. his career. The first, yeah, it's 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 absolutely worth watching. For like Morel said, the, the payoff later in the series when the two of them yeah. lock horns again and inevitably become brothers. It's uh, yeah, pretty interesting. But that's all I have to say about the first one. All right, on to too fast. Uh, I think we'll mostly give it away to Tim, and then Willie can follow up. Yeah. Well, yeah, Willie and I, I think, are on the same page with oh, Too Fast. Oh, absolutely. Like, we really love You speak fast. for me, sir. <laughs> well, no, this is the series introduction to Tyrese. So this is the most important movie <laughs> the in, the fast, in the Fast and Furious <laughs> franchise. Roman Pierce is first, his big screen debut. It's a really strange, like, we're thinking about, I don't think it was really well received at the time. Like, I think it got, because Vin, like, D- Vin Diesel kind of left it. I'm trying to remember back, like, the story he left it, because he wasn't doing sequels. Yeah, he was, he got kind of big, big for his britches, and he left the Triple X sequel, he left the Fast and the Furious sequel, everybody's like, what? Like, yeah. w- aren't you supposed to be the next Schwarzenegger? And that's what he was being touted as, was yeah. the next big action hero, so it was weird. And so, they bring in uh, Tyrese to replace him, I guess, or they they make Paul Walker the, the star, mm-hmm. basically, and then they bring in John Singleton, of all people, the director of, like, Boys in the Hood poetic justice and <laughs> yeah and and abduction starring taylor lautner so if you look at john singleton's career it starts off with didn't he did boys in the hood win an oscar i think so i think he won an oscar for boys in the hood and then like it just it goes out of it's a very strange trajectory yeah so but he's also he's also under like he's a decent director mm-hmm. too he knows how to shoot i mean the car the race scenes are really fun in it 
he knows I think he's in on the joke too of Oh totally. He embraces yeah. the the the, the broiness, as I called it, that yeah. I didn't wasn't nuts about in the first movie. Yeah. Totally works in this movie. And it's purely because the chemistry of those two guys is Yeah, we should say Tyrese and Paul Walker play lovers. <laughs> they, they do <laughs> like they, they do. do. They they grew up in Juvie together. Mm-hmm. Um Tyrese goes away. What what is the story? I, he's very mad at Brian. He goes away for three years, and then like he finds out that Brian went to law enforcement, and he didn't try to help him get out of. That's jail. right. So That's he's upset right. about that. And so they bring him in, and try, yeah, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful film. <laughs> uh, it's it's I, I mean the the it's the best villain up until yeah. later on in the series. Yes, Cole Hauser plays. We believe a Cuban. Tony Montana, most yeah. is what he is yeah. playing. A less loud version of Tony Montana. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the Cole Hauser version of Tony Montana. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. and and I will say I, I this this one weirdly enough, and it's not just my love for Tyrese, which is very great after watching <laughs> these films, but it's also that this one does a lot of setup for stuff that comes on later on, especially in Fast Five. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of payoff of things from fa- from yeah. Too Fast Too Furious. So yeah. I think it is. Oh, Ludacris is introduced. In yes, this as, well. as well. And um, I will say this: there's a moment in Fast Five where, where Vin, and Tyrese meet for the first time, and they like mean mug each other really yeah, bad because do. it's like, I I love Paul Walker. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Paul yes. Walker. Like it was really funny. Absolutely. So. All right. All right. I, I okay. Yes, I wanna, Alex has seen it too. Yeah. I have seen it. I I don't know if there's much that I want to break in with. I didn't enjoy <laughs> it that much. I I like the uh, I like the scenes in there were in the cars, but the rest of it seemed pretty stupid. Yeah. Um, oh, it's, I mean, it's it's very stupid. No, yeah. <laughs> oh, totally. You're yeah. mistaking my tone. But I, it's I not did, stupid at all, Alex. I, I, You're I did stupid. En- I did enjoy the sexual tension between between the two leads. Paul Walker and yeah, like even Mendes is introduced. And James Remar was fun. Oh, James Remar, yeah, 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 he's good. But um, I want to I want to stay right here for those of those of you out there who don't know that you care yet. Tokyo Drift takes place after all of the movies that yeah. have been released thus far, including mm-hmm. six. Mm-hmm. So, um, we've got one of us here who has viewed Tokyo Drift. I don't know if you want to. I'll talk a little bit about comment on like where it is in the series and how it, like is it completely disconnected from the two that come before it? It's very. It's this is why the Fast and Furious franchise is so strange because the first three are like they're it's pretty much like an anthology series like they're not connected really that well like in any way it's completely like but like but like even like at least the second one has paul Walker. yes again. this one this one only connects at the end of the film um i could spoil this movie yeah, right? yeah okay. <laughs> vin diesel comes up to Lu- um, lucas black who is the main character okay and he goes he says he says something about han and then they raced to. Okay. So at the end, Vin Diesel travels over to Tokyo. Interesting. And so that's the way it connects to the other ones. But it's Tokyo Drift is pretty much. It's pretty. Standalone. It's its own. It's its own thing. It's a. I think it's Justin Lin's first movie. Who did three, four, five, six? Yeah. So it's his first movie. I think it's. I think it's a good movie. It's a. Um, it's a very basic story of a kid that goes over to like Tokyo and, like, it's a fish out of water and. Bow Wow's in it, and, <laughs> and it's it's really basic, but the racing scenes are really cool. So the fish out of water is Bow Wow being and, in Tokyo, yes. right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, Lucas Black, is Lucas, the fish, Lucas right? Black, yes. Yeah. Bow Wow fits right in, man. He knows what's up, okay? But it should be, yeah. I think it's, and obviously it's now necessary because the Han character actually continues on in mm-hmm. the series. The Han character is introduced in 
Tokyo Drift. And Han's a really cool character. Yeah. Like, he's very cool, and he's cool in Tokyo Drift. And Justin Lin, like, does an amazing job. Like, Tokyo's a really cool city, and Justin yeah. Lin shoots it yeah. really well. And it's just, I like the movie quite a bit. I'm excited to watch it. Yeah. So, kind of. <laughs> kind of. I'll probably cry. But anyway. Um... So, Fast and Furious, the fourth entry in the series, Fast and Furious, as I like to call it. Um, This is the return of Vin Diesel and uh, Paul Walker, technically, and a few other people, too. The principals from the first movie are all bad. Yeah, Yeah. everybody everybody returns, at least for like a scene or two, you know, but... um, So, Justin Lin's second kind of entry, and this is kind of... The first of a makeshift trilogy, a little bit. Yeah. Um, including Fast and Furious, Fast Five, and Furious Six. Yes. But, uh, so, so what did you guys think of Fast and Furious? Um, it, it's actually it's it's a really well made movie. Like you can see that there's a ton of talent behind it, and and it seems like everybody's everybody that's coming back from the first one is game for it. Yeah. But I think after the fun and excitement of of Too Fast for me, like the ridiculous of itness of it, like this felt really weird and subdued okay. compared to that. It's much more of a drama. Um, it it kind of takes itself seriously again, but in that way it's kind of a direct sequel to the first one. So yeah. Yeah. maybe it should. Um, but this is kind of where they start doing away with the street racing angle a bit more. Yeah. They start to kind of... I think, I think they realize that Street There's, racing isn't hip and cool anymore. Yeah. Like no one wants to talk about that anymore. So they start gradually, you know, getting away from that. Yeah, they realize that there could be larger applications to what they're actually doing. Yeah, sure. Uh, and it becomes more of a revenge tale, which is always fun. And 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 Vin's kind of sleepwalking in this one. I feel like a little bit, but you know. always always wearing black and uh, yeah, only showing his arms rather than his full. Full chest, yeah. Because he's probably a little flabby. <laughs> probably out of bit. practice. A little bit. Uh, Nick, what do you what do you think? I enjoyed four. I yeah. The the desert racing sequences were really really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you and I were laughing a lot at the towards the finale when just suddenly like forty five cars show up out of nowhere. Yeah. It turns into the beginning racing scene from the Goonies. <laughs> just one car being pursued by all these other cars. Yeah. Um, no, I enjoyed. It. it was it was very cool to see to see uh, Paul Walker and Vin Diesel crossing swords again. Metal yeah, I mean that's and, uh, <laughs> that's the interesting thing is that you and I, who have no like large fondness for the Fast and Furious franchise beforehand, still really felt a connection to these characters. Like you, you were like, why do I feel? Why why am I feeling for these people? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, what did I, I think it was when we were watching Five. I was like, we are like, I was like, why are we connected to these characters? Now? Like, why are we concerned about them? And like, it's it's weird. I don't get it. I don't get how a movie that was predicated on street racing yeah. has made these like characters that actually have some weird depth to them, despite the fact they're not being played by like real actors. Or, yeah. yeah. Like, why do I give a shit about Ludacris's character? <laughs> but you do. Like, no, I know. Why do I care about Tyrese? I don't know. Yeah. But I do. All right. Tim. I'm kind of on the same page again with Willie. Uh, I think our opinions kind of line up. I know, I know. And I, I, feel, I feel like I'm parroting stuff that Tim was saying to me beforehand, but I seriously, like, pretty much everything he said, I was like, no, you're absolutely absolutely right. And you were even shocked by my love of Too Fast a little bit. Yeah. You, were, you were pleasantly surprised. I think I, think I probably He's... defeated his expectations of any of us liking Too Fast. But, but I think what, what I like, and I think this is the reason why... 
like you actually do care about these characters because there's like a weird like, there's like an optimism to the whole series like you, these people like I don't know it's a very optimistic series and four is four is kind of dark and dr- like very grim yeah and I don't think it's a bad movie I think it's kind of more of a personal taste with okay. me I prefer the more optimistic happy fun. Fast and Furious. Fair enough. Fair it's, enough. it's the Buffy season six. Of... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. per- actually, perfect. <laughs> Very nice. Very I nice. <laughs> um, okay, so we'll move on to Fast Five. We got about two and a half minutes. I just want to say Fast Five is, is awesome. Um, it, it's. Uh, I'm parroting Tim again, but I have to. <laughs> Tim had said that this was like the Avengers, like, and it really is. Like, you're seeing all of these characters from different entries in this series of films and they're all coming together and then there's like the best moment of this movie is the assembling of the team yeah like when they're like we need this guy to do this and you're like oh my god Ludacris is back <laughs> or like we need this guy to do this and I'm like oh my god it's Roman Pierce so it was really cool it's 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 the best movie we, I won't talk about I'm not counting Fast 6 this is the best movie I think of the franchise and it's god it shows the utter amount of genius that had to go into them weaving these all together. Like, who would have thought that you would be talking about the timeline of a Fast and Furious series ever? And there's two short films (laughs) on top of all this, just so you know. I I missed out on this world building. Um, But no, like, yeah, Fast Five, I should say. I think Fast Five made almost as much as the previous four movies combined. Yeah, as it's it should. Like, it's like a hundred or so million off from that. But um, and and then Fast and Furious Six is actually at like it's. I think it's outpacing. Yeah, it's outpacing five. Fast Five. Yeah, it's made a hundred and twenty dollars, hundred and twenty million in the four day total, whereas Fast Five made ninety two million. Yeah. Wow. So. Um, any any? Oh, this is the introduction. The Rock is yes. This is you know, the character of Hobbs is Fast Five. Luke Hobbs. Luke Hobbs. D S S agent. D D S agent. I don't. Know. One of his first DSS. lines is "Stay the bleep out of my way" <laughs> to some poor dude that just is doing his job. It's amazing. Yeah. Hobbs is really intense in, in yeah. five. He's almost like a villain. Yeah. Like the Rock takes him to a dark place. <laughs> rock sweats a lot in sweat. Fast he Five. He does. He does. Like I was talking. Like I think he, he kills listens. a lot of people yeah. too. Yeah, I like to think he listens to like Slayer, like like deep, like metal, and like right before he walks on a set, and he's like working out, and then like he works out a sweat, and then he just gets really into, <laughs> into it. Yeah, so I remember commenting to Nick many times, "Why is he sweating so profusely?" It's actually uh, one of the most populous topics on IMDb for that movie is why is the Rock so sweaty all the time? Like <laughs> other people notice in every scene, he's just visibly dripping sweat. Yeah, yeah, it, it works because the character is pretty much just like a bull. Like he's yeah. just like he's moving forward and trying to just catch. That's all he cares about. Yeah. So, yeah, and a lot of uh, a lot of other franchises and studios and whatnot should really take note from what. Not that I'd want them to imitate necessarily, but like you, they shouldn't be afraid to strike out in like totally new directions with yeah. your with your established franchise because yeah. it breathed so much life into it. Yeah. Like it it if like Fast Five and Six had still been about street racing, like. Those movies would probably still get made, but would anyone care? Like, would they make... This would be a direct-to-video series by this point. Yeah, exactly. no. It would like, be. right after Tokyo Drift, you would think that the fourth entry would probably just go straight to DVD. And, and it, it probably would have. I mean, I, I think if the they, series if, would still continue, If the but. stars hadn't returned, if Justin Lin didn't, like, talk them into returning... Yeah. We mm-hmm. would have gotten, like, Fast and Furious 
Savannah Rally or something. <laughs> Koopa's Castle. <laughs> Rainbow Road. <laughs> Alright. Um, I think that's... Does that sum up our thoughts on the series as a whole? Sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a very interesting and diverse series of movies. And I, I never thought I would say that about the series, but it's it's so... They're so different from each other, even when they have the same director, that it's it's just cool. Like, it's... They're different, yet they're still kind of formulaic. They have there's the same always DNA. like There's always, like, okay, it's been 30, 20 minutes since we've had a race. We yeah, need to have sure, a, a yeah, race sure. here. So, but they always invent, like, it's always somewhat organic. Yeah. So. What was the one scene that, and it was you and I were watching either four or five, I was like, oh, it's only have the cop cars. I mean, yeah. It's a totally, absolutely unnecessary race when they first get the cop cars in yep. five, but it's fun to watch. Yeah. It? Yeah. The, the races are always fun to watch, so. All right. Yeah, they are. All right, we will move right into our review of Fast and Furious 6, or Furious 6, depending on, I don't know. The poster some... or the title card or whatever. <laughs> yeah. How um, the crowd is. So, Fast and Furious 6, directed by Justin Lin, his fourth, uh, fourth, third? This would be his fourth. This is his fourth entry in the series um, that he has directed. Uh, starring Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, Dwayne, The Rock, Johnson, everybody from before. Tyrese. Tyrese Gibson, Michelle Rodriguez. Sun Kang. Sun Kang. Uh, Gal Gadot. Gina Carano. Ludacris. Gina Carano. Luke Evans. Is this the... Gina Carano's first post-Haywire world like film? <laughs> is it? Um, I will tell you in two seconds. <laughs> I uh, think it is. It might be. No, Yeah, yes it is. Yes it is. So... Well, that's an important moment in this podcast, so... It is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, all right. So, synopsis here on IMDb, which, take it or leave it as, as always. Hobbs and Dom and Brian... Oh, no. Hobbs has Dom and Brian reassemble their crew in order to take down a mastermind who commands an organization of mercenary drivers across 12 countries. Payment? Full pardons for them all. All right. Yeah. So... We just got done talking about the series as a whole. Let's let's kind of dial back and take a look at this movie for what it is. Sure. Um, I think we'll throw it to Nick first, just to throw him off base and make sure <laughs> that he's got some points that he can bring up. Uh, just based on its own merits as its own movie? Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll get into discussions about ties to other movies, I think, but... Uh, I think it's... I mean, production-wise, it's probably the best. The the all the photography, all the aerial photography, the stunt photography, everything is really awesome. It had some really cool like wow shots, like mm-hmm. just moments. Um, uh, it's it's either better or it's right on par with five because five had some really cool moments too, some good chases. But I think the more Justin Lin has done it, the more he's gotten a knack for like what makes cars look cool when they're yeah. driving. Yeah, there's a lot of flipping cars in this one, which is really sweet. Yeah, cars flipping just, always look cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean like. From the A-team to today. They're just this is why people watch NASCAR. <laughs> hoping for a flip. Yeah. The opening sequence of this one was awesome with them racing along the coast in like Spain. I was instantly thinking, I was like, man, if this is what NASCAR was, it would be the best sport in the world. Yeah. <laughs> it was very cool to watch. Uh, the driving was all great. All the actors do a good job of selling the driving, too. Like, I... For some reason, I was like, I'm not gonna. I don't know if I'll be able to picture Luke Evans as like a, an amazing no, driver. Yeah, I, but he like so They all do a pretty good job of of looking like they're really into this and like they're these skilled drivers. Um. But I mean, it's a it's a very very fun movie. The chemistry's all there. It's cool to see. You feel like you're seeing the like 
flip side of the Oceans movies with these movies, where you still got this crew and this chemistry, but these guys are all goofballs, they're all <laughs> dirty, their plans always fail, and they have to improvise, they're not slick. Yeah. Uh, but they're just this cool crew of characters, and uh, the... This one definitely has the most, I think, thematically going on, like in terms of like, you know, family versus versus coworkers. Yeah, is the one where this this movie is the one that really finally steps up and is like, this is why you care about these movies. If it had hadn't happened in this movie, it might have finally gotten a little bit tiring. It mm-hmm. seems like they're always they're always taking a new step forward with with each entry, and with this one, I think it was very cool that there's like a progression with these characters and they're not staying the same and that they're finally a, a villain stepped up that basically challenged them not on a financial level so much as just a yeah and this is like I'm the first threaten you and your way of life this this is almost the first time maybe fast five was the first time but it's the first time i don't know about tokyo drift either but they're not getting into the good graces of the bad guy in order to foil the bad guy's plans yeah yeah yep it's this is this like this is more of a straight ahead villain. yeah yeah well and they did a good they did a a reasonable job with this one of because the, the the fifth movie ends and you're like what could possibly make these people come out of retirement yeah <laughs> they're all rich they all live in beautiful exotic locales you know they have the, each other they have you know everything they could want so what's going to make them come back and it's not even that oh, oh they're bored and they want to do another job or oh they want to get back to cool racing because they're doing that anyway it's family yeah and uh that was the only way to go, and it's pretty cool that they that they just went for it, that they're able to keep bringing these people back who... I mean, it's great that, like, no one else in these movies has anything else to do, because they can just keep making movies, <laughs> and it works out. Like, Michelle Rodriguez was probably sitting by the phone, like, come on. <laughs> well, it's, it's kind of interesting. I wonder if the... Because it feels as though they're kind of invoking the same thing for Seven, possibly. In oh, the sense yeah. of family, and it'll yeah, sure. it'll be interesting to see if it's not tired that time around. Like, what are they going to exactly? What's the spin going to be on seven in order to make it a little more? Yeah, but okay. Yeah, I think that have adding the all the all the heart to all those characters and making them do stupid ass shit for each other is what makes it work. Yeah, you buy it. Like when Vin ejects from his car to do dumb things, you're like, okay, <laughs> I get it. I would do it too. All right. Maybe. Um. Let's turn it over to Tim as resident Fast and Furious expert and Van Damsel. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How's it stand on its own? It, um, it's, yeah, a good movie. It's good. I, in terms of how it stacks up against the others, I, it's tough. I think five, this has better, like, the bigger moments in this, like, the big, like, money shots and everything are so awesome. Yeah. That, like, there is a, there is a middle part that drags. Yeah. And I think... It almost it could there are there is stuff that could have been cut obviously, but they had kind of had to dig themselves out of that Michelle Rodriguez hole that they left. Yeah, and uh, in the fourth one, by bringing her back, so they kind of had to explain what happened to her and why she was still alive. Yeah, and I think that drags the movie a little bit. I should say that like the Dom and Letty, like the Vin Diesel Michelle Rodriguez, is probably like my I find it the least interesting. I don't, <laughs> like I don't. I'm more invested in Paul and Tyrese's relationship <laughs> than I am in theirs. Like, I just, it, it's fine and I get it. And But there were people in the theater that were totally into it. So, I mean, I'm just probably wrong. Um, so, yeah, I, it's standard. I mean, there are some great um, set pieces. Yeah. And there's some really good set pieces. I, I think the, the tank chase probably is my favorite out of them. Um, I think it, 
I think it eclipses the safe chase in Fast Five, which was my favorite. The safe chase is really fun. That's very good. There's a shot, and this is so weird. Like, a, there's a shot in this one of the when the tank like emerges, like bursts out of whatever yeah. was carrying it. Yeah. Like, I got chills. I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, I remember. Like, I just I just sat there. And just, what did what? So like, there are parts there are parts in this movie where I just like I laughed hysterically. So yeah, I liked it quite a bit. All right, um, Willie. What what about you? Um, this one I, uh, and this is a first viewing, and I already th- think I, I already think I like it more than five. So this is probably my favorite. Okay. Probably my favorite. I want to see it again. I want to see five again as well. <laughs> I want to see all of them again. Um, Just sleep in between. I'm, I'm probably gonna watch them all again tonight after we record. No. Um, uh... this is a lot of fun. Um. The movie, it, once again, it doesn't take itself overly seriously, but we do care about the characters, and they know when to play the emotional aspects of the stuff that they're going through. So that's really cool. This has the best villain of the franchise, mm-hmm. for sure, which is... The most characterized villain. Which is... He feels like a diehard villain. Yeah. Oh, he does. Absolutely. And, and that's good. We needed, we needed that. And I think... I hope that that is a trend that continues forward mm-hmm. um, with, with subsequent movies. Because um, most of the, the previous villains were just kind of generic. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that the the set pieces are are the the biggest and the best out of the series. The as you said, the tank scene is incredible. There's a scene with an with an uh, air like a cargo carrier type mm-hmm. thing. It's amazing. Like I just everything. It's you wonder how much how much bigger can this get? Yeah. And knowing that there is a Fast Seven around the corner, how? How do you make this bigger? I'm guessing that they're gonna do like uh, beginning of the Power Rangers movie, but instead of skydiving people, it's gonna be skydiving cars. Why are you not in the writers' room right now? Whoa, um, Rainbow Road. Anyway, so um, Rainbow Road. No, it's Road. great. <laughs> it's 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 really a fun movie, and it it it's one of those just a just a great popcorn summer movie that knows exactly what it is. It hits all the great the great beats, and it's yeah. not. It, it's I'm not gonna defend them as being like smart and but like they're smart enough. Like they're clever yes. enough at time. They don't insult your intelligence like some movies That's true. tend they, to. They don't. Like I mean, they they don't. They, they're in on the joke and yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And it's they're just they're a lot of fun. This one in particular is is a, a ton of fun. And by now we're so in, we're so we kind of know who these characters are. We know their quirks. We know the relationships between the different characters, yeah, yeah. so we're really able to to feel like we're part of the part of the gang, we're part of the family. <laughs> yeah, kind of part of me familia. <laughs> um, no, it was a lot of fun. All right, um, yeah, I, I I enjoyed this movie very very much. If you would have talked to me like a last week ago, <laughs> yeah, like a week ago, I I, I don't. When know. I told you I saw them all for seven ninety nine, and you're like, I'm not buying this movie. <laughs> I will never I, well, I said I'm not buying them sight unseen. To be fair, now that I've seen them, I will probably buy the collection when I when it pops <laughs> there up it on is. the Amazon. <laughs> there it is. But um, no, I was kind of expecting, like after Fast Five, that this movie, you know, hearing other people's thoughts as they had seen like screenings of it and whatnot, there are some people that were basically just like, this movie, this is the first Fast movie that stands on its own as like a great movie. Yeah, which, which one? Six or five? Five. Okay. Or six. Kind of both, but six more so. Six okay. was like, this is, you know, this is this is the first movie that I could say is a great movie in this set of films, not just great for a Fast and Furious film. And um, 
I agree, I agree. And I even enjoyed 5 more than I thought I would, so I might almost go there with 5. But Yeah, I would agree at 5 also. I think this is kind of, these movies, these two movies are the point in the series where, like, even if, you know, I'd come across myself a few years ago and been like, here, watch Fast Five, it's gonna blow your mind. Yeah. I'd probably be like, wow, this is insane. But, you know, like, like I could take my parents to this one and they'd probably still be like, that was pretty entertaining, you know, yeah. without even knowing the characters. But I do appreciate the fact that I went back and got to know these characters and to learn the interactions that, that Willie was talking about. Um, so in this sense, it was, it was pretty great. And there were some times with the score even where I was like, yeah, I'm feeling this. You know? <laughs> There's a moment here. We're creating a moment. We're having a moment. <laughs> it's, it's, and I think part of the, the fun of it, and even as like someone who's watched it as they've been released, but yeah. it's kind of, and I think this is why the reason like the Harry Potter movies connect because you kind of watch these people grow up. Yeah. Like Paul Walker, go back and watch the first one. Paul Walker, he's just a he's just a young bro. He's just standing, <laughs> he's just a young he's standing on the bro. set and the camera's filming around him. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> and now in the sixth one, he's got like a baby and a and a wife. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And you're like, oh, like I watched you like hit on her, like at a like, unsuccessfully at a sushi like, uh, or no, at, 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 at a mobile buying a tuna sandwich <laughs> at her garage. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice. Yeah, so it's just, I think that might be a part of the reason why. Totally. It, it, as it's grown, yeah. it's kind of the I mean, fun of it. Look at how much Ludacris has grown I since know. we first saw yeah. I think, <laughs> honestly, like, acting improvement-wise, Ludacris is probably the one who's gotten, like, he, way better. He deserves most improved. Yeah. He gets the, the gold star for most improved. It's weird how The Rock shows up, though, and makes them all look like bad actors. Like, yeah. The Rock is so good. <laughs> the Rock pours every ounce of himself into every frame. He does. He, does. he makes Gina Carano look like a two-by-four yeah. next to him. <laughs> Yeah. To be fair, to be fair, so did Channing Tatum. But <laughs> yeah, I think I think a two by four makes makes her look like a two by four because <laughs> I was telling I, I like I like the physical presence of her and I like her standing next Absolutely. to the side. I, I like watching when, her. Yeah, sure. like and when like when they're together, I'm like, oh, that's a cool like tandem. Yeah. Absolutely. But then like when she starts and you're like, no, her character should just be mute. Yeah, like the Rock <laughs> should just talk right now. Like yeah. just let the Rock talk. No, she was very fun to watch. Her fight with Michelle Rodriguez was awesome. Yeah. The yeah. first yes. one, like I was like, this is an awesome fight. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, she's not enough. She's like, definitely got a very commanding. Like she looks yes. when you see her. She, I'm like. Damn, she's like, striking because she's a she's like built, but she's like gorgeous. God yeah, at the same yeah. time, yeah. Yes, there's definitely. I think I read a really interesting little snippet of a of a little article uh, this morning actually that said how J.J. Abrams and and company it, from Star Trek should take note from the Fast and Furious franchise on how yeah. to make actual women characters. Mm. And I was like, because hmm. one of the biggest gripes thus far with Star Trek is how there's no there's not really any great female characters especially with Alice Eve, that just, Alice being, Eve's, yeah. Yeah, just being a hot broad <laughs> who happens to be a genius but you don't care it, well there's that weird there's that weird scene in Star Trek too you guys probably talked about it um, <clears throat> that weird scene in Star Trek where she just takes off her clothes for no yeah. reason yeah. and it's it, it's, it's very distracting and but the, there's those elements in Fast and Furious there's some but you're right there are at least female characters that are strong characters to kind of offset. That's what the article even said. Yeah. It said even, like, the lead ones that, like, are in, like, semi-skimpy to, like, skimpy outfits throughout the movies, they're, like, at least they 
you respect them and like yeah. can, can they can back it up kind of. It's very interesting too because like I said, these are these kind of have that broy vibe, and you would think that they well, there's like for every woman in, in a Fast and Furious movie that's a good character, there's like 250 in one scene that are purely objects. Yeah. Sure, but they're yeah. not even characters. I mean, they, but the camera doesn't like, really linger on them, and like the women characters that are there, like they go toe to toe with the guys. Like Michelle yeah. Rodriguez races Vin and like almost sure. beats him. Mm-hmm. And Jordana Brewster was like, you know, in the previous entries, was like essential to like the the jailbreak scenes mm-hmm. or whatever. Sure. Like the women always have a place on the team. They're not just like, oh, we, hey, honey, they're not just eye candy. Go do the dishes. And yeah, shit. yeah. I'm wondering if uh, if any of the Fast and Furious movies pass the Bechdel test. Do you guys know about the Bechdel test? I yeah, know of it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Three rules to the Bechdel test. Uh, the movie has to have at least two named women in it. And they have to talk to each other, and it has to be about something other than a man. Ooh. So, um, let's see. Let's see if Fast, <laughs> fast Five... Fast Five, it looks like passes, but it has a little bit of a caveat on it. But, uh, yes, yeah, so Mia and Vince's wife talk about her being pregnant. Okay. But the baby is a boy, so... <laughs> is man. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if there's any point... Is there a point in this movie where two women... There is at the end, but they're, they're talking, talking about man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, very true. I'm trying very to remember true. if Gina Carano's character has any interaction. She doesn't really talk. Yeah. Yeah. But, so. but yeah, I, I, I've heard of that, and it's... I, that's an interesting. Well, and I mean, with, it's a, yeah. In the case of Star Trek, Star Trek's had a problem with women characters from the beginning. For its entire <laughs> yeah. existence. Yeah, and. But even like the TV show it, during the time was at least a little progressive. I mean, toward, like, yeah. it, I mean, it was just a different time then. And and the other thing is the first um, the first Star Trek. I was reading or watching something on this. The first Star Trek, at least the scene where Uhura is in her underwear, yeah. Kirk is also in his underwear. Yeah. So it kind of balances <laughs> out. But you know, all right. Um, I think. Cat. I think that's enough for non-spoilers. We can we can go right into spoilers, but we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break. So stick around, and we'll be right back. And we're back. Spoiler territory for Fast and Furious Six. Um. So what spoilers do we want to talk about? I think um, we got to talk about the big one at the end, or should we save that? Yeah, let's just get that out of the way <laughs> right now. Um, that's it's. Go ahead, Tim. So what happens is the character of Han in Tokyo Drift, which takes place which after this, which movie. takes place after four, five, and six, the character of Han dies in a street racing accident, and. It's kind of random in the movie. Like, it randomly happens to him. Um, the character of Han in this... Jason Statham kills him. I'm so bad at explaining things. Someone else explain well, things. Right? So, so, in the original so. movie, he, it's, it looks like an accident. It looks like a random car. Yes. A random sedan hits him, and he dies as a, as a result of that. The car explodes with him in it. In this, they re... Not re-edit that scene, but they add, kind of add in... They, they kind of retcon the situation. Yes, so that it turns out that the car that hit him was not so random. It was actually Jason Statham mm-hmm. in some sort of revenge ploy against uh, Dom and the crew. 
Um, and he winds up throwing this necklace, which had become a big thing in the series, on the, the, the car before he blows it up. So basically, yeah, it's set up now for number seven to be about Jason Statham. Trying to get these Trying guys. to get yeah. revenge for... Being and it's been guy. rumored to be the um, villain's uh, brother. Yes. So, kind of like a, a Die Hard with a Vengeance. Fast 7 yeah, with a Vengeance. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Kind of like an Expendables 3. Yes. Yes. Yes, with Claude Villain. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright. That sucks. I, this was, I was, general, like, I was genuinely, like, sad when Han, like, when Han's, Han's girlfriend dies in this movie. Yes. And, like, I was just, like, and, like they show Han. And, like, he's all by himself. Everybody else is excited. Like, they save the day. Like, hey, Vin's alive. And, like, Han had, like... Everybody couples off. Yep. And Han's Han's girlfriend, like, saves his life in an awesome moment. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's it is so awesome. good. Yeah, she doesn't die. She, like... She's like, she goes she, out. Yeah. Shoots somebody to, to save him or buy him a second to beat the piss out of the guy. Yep. Yeah. Strong female character. <laughs> saves her man. Yeah. 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 yeah, she does. And then they show it... Yeah, they, so at the end they show a shot of Han and, like, he's just... It was just, it was heartbreaking, because Han is so awesome. It was really sad. Like, Han is such a good character that they killed him in three and, like, found a way to write the rest of the movies. They actually created this confusing and awesome Fast and the Furious <laughs> timeline because they needed Han back. Yeah. Because he was too cool. Um, no, the, I, I'm excited for what that, I'm excited for the potential of that. I, I, I don't dislike Jason Statham. I, I think he tends to do the same play the same exact character over and over. Not that the other action heroes aren't guilty of that, but Statham, he's always wearing, like, a suit. Yeah. And he's always got the same, like... It'll be cool to see him as a villain. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's the one reason here why I'm, like, I'm on board, because I don't think we've ever seen him play a villain. I still kind of wish it would have been somebody a little more interesting, but... Sure. But he fits the... Statham's one of those guys, though, that... When he's on screen, you're like that. That's like a movie star. Like he yeah. just scream. People love Jason Statham. And sure. I remember when Collateral came out, and he's in the movie for one shot. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, "Who's that?" Yeah. And yeah. that was like before Jason Statham was even a household name. Was People it, saw him. And they're like, "Who is that guy?" One of the Bourne movies too. He had a he had a smaller part in one of the Bourne movies. Are you thinking so. of Jason Statham? I don't Statham? remember. No, my, I you think he had like any other famous like Clive Owen or Carl Urban or yeah, you know, I, I think it's Carl Urban. Okay. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> also a Bourne star. <laughs> Um, but stay, yeah, I like Jason Statham. I think he does. I was actually thinking of him during this movie because I was thinking of uh, Italian Job, how he plays like the getaway driver. Mm, yeah. yeah, and I was thinking of how the Italian Job has not aged well. But yeah. these movies are finding their niche where they're gonna last longer than their time. Like you said, the the first one has like its early two thousands charm. Yeah. I think ten years from now, people are gonna watch Fast Five and Six and be like, those are cool heist movies. They're not yeah. necessarily relegated to yeah. any. Yeah. Era. Mm-hmm. Moving away from source music helps. <laughs> getting to a getting to a real score, not having helpful. a six disc soundtrack. Yeah, <laughs> separate. Yes. Yeah, editions. But yeah, Statham as an addition to the, I I Statham has pretty much built his own brand at this point. Like people, you know what you're getting when you go to a Jason Statham movie or something. So and I think I mean I think that's smart for someone like him. And I've liked him like when he. I really love the Crank movies. Um, like when he's in, I like Jason Statham. And I think <laughs> I think he can. I think he can add a little bit of spark too because they're getting to the seventh movie now, and mm-hmm. you have to have a reason for these people to keep coming back. And we talked about this a little. So I don't know where you guys think it should go from here. If it, because I was thinking about this, and I don't know. If, I don't know if you can go bigger than six. Sure. I think you almost have to even go smaller. 
and make like a Statham like revenge flick kind of thing more like that or yeah that's cool. it's, it uh, <coughs> it might, excuse me I think it, now that I've just made every possible sound with my throat that I could <laughs> in one second I think uh, a lot of it's going to depend on locale because these movies are becoming very location based like in this yeah. movie they hopped from what three different countries yeah Spain yeah. England back to Spain uh, Moscow US yeah, yeah Moscow they're becoming they're becoming so much loftier than just yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's a safari our African safari festival oh, I remember when in the movie when uh, <laughs> Savannah Rally dude. dude they're racing through a safari with lions and shit chasing them this is, the next one's just gonna be dressed they have to drive <laughs> they're gonna bring Dom and his team <laughs> To the to island. extract, yeah, to get in, find Muldoon, and get him out. <laughs> no, they're gonna get the uh, the Barbasol canister. Yes. <laughs> no, there was a, but there was a part in in this one where, oh, when they're like, oh, he's in Spain, which gives him an eight hour head start, and yeah, uh, Hobbs is like, I'll arrange for transport for you, your team, and your cars. And I'm always like, what the, how do you fly like twelve cars <laughs> across the world in a matter of hours? Like it's just yeah. the logistics aren't there, but it's it's awesome. Yeah, all the globe trotting that's happening yeah. is cool. Yeah. He could bring something cool to the mix. Um, I hope they don't. I hope he's not replacing The Rock as like this week on Fast and Furious, like <laughs> featured movie star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope The Rock kind of returns to like help him out or something. On the yeah. topic of Jason Statham being his own brand, uh, Jason Statham doesn't do what Jason Statham does for Jason Statham. Jason Statham does what Jason Statham does because Jason Statham is Jason Statham. <laughs> Yeah, this is a Jason so, Statham quote. That's, that's beautiful. <laughs> Jason, Jason Statham, Jason Statham. That's beautiful. Um, no. The only other major thing, the reveal-wise, because the Statham thing, I think, elicited a couple of gasps from audience yeah. I think I looked over at Nick, and he was like, huh? <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, it was neat. Um, I thought it was going to be somebody getting out. Like The movie ends on such a positive note overall yeah. that I thought it was going to be somebody getting out to save him. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I was like, this is going to be their way to be like... I was praying we that fixed you were correct. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a drive-by of Tyrese just like pulling him out yeah. in some crazy They're going to skyhook him from... <laughs> or, or just some, even just, I don't know, somebody dragging him from the wreckage. I was like, there's... there's Spec detonates a cold fusion device to prevent the car from exploding. <laughs> the other big reveal, I guess, if you can call it that, that I want to talk about is the, uh, the twist, I guess, of... Gina Carano yeah. being a villain, being a villain. Um, Gene Villain. And I just want to say, first of all, we, we touched on this earlier, Gina Carano is is a doorknob, um, <laughs> as far as acting goes. So, and, and her she has no character in this movie anyway, yeah. which is probably for the best. Um, so it, it literally made no impact on me whatsoever. No. Um, and it comes kind of just completely out of nowhere, like, what? Okay. No, um, and I, just as soon as, um, as soon as... Uh, Braga mm. says something about you know how do you think he's been one step ahead of you I was like okay so the rest of the crew is such good family who's gonna be the one that's who's gonna... the link here yeah and I, I honestly I didn't even think of that yeah. I, but it's I want I wish I was shocked by the Gina Carano twist <laughs> but like I just like I didn't see it coming but I didn't care yeah. um, it's the worst the least successful twist since uh, Father in uh, Prometheus yeah yeah. yeah. So I thought you were gonna say an X Men for some reason. I thought of never mind. <laughs> I actually thought they were setting up Tyrese to be the mole in this one, because there were all these weird little uh, moments where it made it seem like he had no money left from all of his winnings. Yeah. He was like, asking him for change and shit, and like, <laughs> which he just seemed like he had spent all his money in some ludicrous. When he said he had like some ludicrous way. <laughs> <laughs> 
when he said he had like comps for them for the casino, I was like, this is weird. Like, why yeah. doesn't he just give them each a handful of hundred dollar bills and like walk away? I mean, but, he's too busy eating to formulate a plan against them, though. You know what I mean? It, just, like, it seemed like it would have been a really interesting. I was like, are they going to set him up to be like he needed the money so bad that Luke Evans got his hooks in him and he's like betrayed them? He's going to do himself. That would have been pretty interesting. I thought. Be so I'm sad. not mad about it. Yeah, yeah, and I think with. You have to go. I mean, it's... He is kind of a dumbass, though. I don't think he... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he loves Paul Walker too much to go against him. I mean, I instantly thought the same thing you did, Alex, where I was like, okay, so who's the mole? And I was like, it's either Gina Carano or Tyrese. Yeah. That's instantly what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other the other thing I, I, I feel like I need to talk about is this, this is a series, <clears throat> certainly in the last couple of installments, that's filled with over-the-top action and car stunts and plane stunts and tank stunts and jumping stunts and running stunts. This there was one the, out of everything in this Vault, movie, vault stunts. vaulting stunts and snowboarding stunts and skateboarding <laughs> stunts and no, um, there was one moment in this movie where I was actually kind of like, Ugh. and I th- I think we all agreed on this one. Yeah. Um, it's it's as cool as it looks. Vin Diesel catching a flying Michelle Rodriguez in midair and then landing perfectly on top of a car was, I groaned. Well, a anybody bit. jumping out of one vehicle onto another, I'm like, does. Would your body even travel at the same momentum as those to get I mean, from one to the other? That, that's okay. That's fine. I can accept The that. idea of two opposite momentums meeting and not just falling <laughs> straight to the ground is utterly ludicrous. I mean, there were ludicrous. There were, uh, <laughs> there were just a couple moments where somebody... I mean, Alex, you, I'm sure you can straighten it out. But if there's like two cars going 70 miles an hour and you're on one, <laughs> the other one's down here, and you go to jump from one, aren't you just going to like fall and they're going to be like, bye? And you're, you're not going to no, travel no, there. You will match the speed for, for the time it takes to get from one to the, the other. It's the um, Newton's second law. So your body it essentially. Uh, an object in motion stays in motion unless acted upon by an outside force. And you're already being acted upon by gravity when you're in the car, so there's no additional force that's going to make you fall. That. That translates. That's okay. Unless that other car is accelerating more, or I mean, all your ribs will be broken and your arm would probably be torn out of socket. <laughs> your yeah. legs would be driven up in your. You'd balls. be on the car yeah. if you could hold on. All right, I was just interested. I wasn't mad at any point in this movie. Like, no. <laughs> there was a lot of car oh, shit. That's, that's the weird thing is that, like, like you said, like I, this it, movie blows the ice pack several times, as does Fast Five. But I'm never pissed about it in these movies for some reason. I know we cars. Cars are variable. Like we don't always. People have walked away from some insane car crashes in real yeah. life. Yeah. Like if you're in a vehicle, there's there's variables there. Like there's there's steel around you that might save you from some stupid accident that doesn't seem. I mean how. In the in the scene alone where they shoot the little car disabler transmitter oh, yeah. thingies, like Tyrese's car goes through a building and rolls <laughs> over like seven times before it hits the building, then is like flipping, not rolling side to side, but like hood to yeah, trunk. Yeah. I thought he, I thought he might, honestly I thought the character might be dead there. Yeah. There's I was no for a reason second. that he probably should have made it. I mean like gla- everything. That car took apart that building. It's called a roll cage. It's just insane. <laughs> but, but that's kind of the series, like the charm of the series too. Is it like even with like the evolution of the ludicrous character from like promotions guy for street racing to like tech genius? It basically says no. Like this is what we're gonna do. Like you better go with it, or like just like, don't watch the we movie. Need, we like, need to, like, we're, we need don't like to fill this, these roles. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I guess. You know, for the purposes of the movie, somebody was driving that car that yeah. those times, and they're probably still alive. So. Yeah. yeah, I mean, car. That's why I'm kind of cool. That's why I agree. The the Vin, there's there's almost more time 
of people leaping out of and into and from car to car in this movie <coughs> as there are people in cars. Like, oh, oh, there's yeah, a lot of car leaps. They're outside yeah. of cars now in this movie. Well, and it's kind of almost been that way from the beginning. Like, the very first scene is people jumping out of cars in the first movie onto the semi. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true, so, but it's, it's reached a new level of what yeah, I think. No, totally, leaping. Totally. What I think helps it work from though, bridge to opposing bridge. Yeah. <laughs> what I think helps it work though too is they try to they try to keep the stunts practical too. So there's not a lot of like it's ridiculous. And I think there was a little there was obviously a little bit of CG and it was noticeable <laughs> with the, the bin the bin. But it didn't take me out because a lot of the stuff surrounding it was practical, mm-hmm. and so it kind of I appreciate the that aspect of it, the fact that it. It Absolutely. tries to make some, no. yeah, realism out of it. Mm-hmm. It's completely ridiculous. I mean, of course, it's completely ridiculous. Of but well, but the CGI is, for the most part, relatively seamless in the movie. Yeah, like they weren't, there weren't. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't try to be that guy at all ever who's watching for the errors. Yeah, like even I'm really not, despite what some people might seem to think. <laughs> I'm never looking to just poke the shit out of a movie, yeah. find all the holes, but. I mean, during the whole final airplane sequence, I didn't really... I mean, I walked away from it being like, you know, they might have actually done that. Like, yeah. it, looked, it looked pretty real. There the was CGI no telling was where, like, green screens were used. Yeah. And that is a talent to be able to shoot that way. I mean, Justin Lin, I think, deserves a lot of credit as a, as a director of action. Like, you really got to know your way around it, too. Either that or his DPs are just badasses, whoever they've been yeah. for the last few movies. And that's that, that scene, the the airplane scene. It was awesome. It's amazing, and it, and it works really well too because they 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 were smart in the sense that the geography. And this is one small thing that I, I keep comparing this to Avengers, but it's I I don't know. It's an app comparison, I guess. It's an ensemble action film. There's a lot of moments in the Avengers movie towards in the final battle. Not that it bothered me at all while watching the movie, and it still doesn't. Where I'm not sure where everybody is at geographically. Like they all just kind of popping up in random spots. I knew at all times, like. Paul Walker went from this point to this point to this point. Now I know where he's at. You know what I'm saying? Like every yeah. every chess piece was was they knew where everybody was at all mm-hmm. times. The balancing totally act seen. of all the characters is really strong, and they all have great moments. Yeah, I was gonna say they like all the Avengers, they, they all have their big yeah. their big moment. There's a shot. There's that shot of when Tyrese like and Ludacris are in the car and it's going up. Yep. And they're just like they're screaming and stuff. Like I was laughing so hard. Like it was so <laughs> awesome to me. Like to, <laughs> well, definitely. It, it just feels like a movie that it feels very nostalgic it feels like you're watching you're, it's almost a I, I always make this comparison ultimately but it does it so well it's it's your Return of the Jedi moment where you've got Lando in space fighting the Death Star you've got Luke on the Death Star in the battle you've got Han and Leia and the droids yeah. and Chewie on Endor dealing with this you've got all the people you care about scattered in the, all these different places and yet they're all tied to each other and it's this is obviously on a way smaller scale since they're all on that plane, but it's cool because you see those two mm-hmm. in incredibly mortal danger, but you laugh because yeah. you're like, they're probably going to be okay. And it's very <laughs> funny what's happening. And then the camera just laterals to the other side of the plane, and here you've got Han and Giselle, I think was that her name? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, dealing with their two cars mushed together, and then you go into the plane, and you've got inside the plane like three different fights happening, and it, it did such a good job of flitting between all of yeah. them. There were a few times in the fights where it was a little... <laughs> It wasn't the shaky cam wasn't the issue, but I kind of lost who was who, yeah. and sure. but it wasn't anything. I, for, I would forget who was chasing who because I'd see I'd see yeah. Paul Walker yeah. going after Luke Evans, and I'm like, no wait, Vin's going after him. Paul's trying to find Mia. Mm-hmm. No wait, he's. Trying There's to, a lot going yeah. on. There's yeah. a lot of people in the plane. I think if there was like a 
overhead view, unbroken shot, it looked like a game of like Pac-Man where they're just all <laughs> put like the Benny Hill music over. <laughs> they're all zipping around these boxes trying to find each other. And... Do 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 do. Yeah, yeah, be great. <laughs> but I'm I'm definitely curious about Justin Lin's career from here on out. It's a shame he's leaving the franchise, but um, after four, at least he went out on a really high note. Yeah. I'm excited to see what he does next. I think he's a, I think he's an exciting action director. Like, mm-hmm, for sure. And I don't. Yeah. I don't know. Totally. There are a lot of those. Well, and making cars look good and making mm-hmm. cars look cool is hard. Yeah. Well, and I, I, I had said to Nick after watching the first one, like I would like to see what Michael Bay would do with the Fast and Furious movie. I don't care anymore because they've gotten me to a point where I care about the story, so I don't want Michael Bay to ruin that. Like. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want Shia LaBeouf to be the main star. <laughs> I don't think he. Making cars look good is just the logistics of shooting cars is insane because they reflect everything and it's I don't know it's it's really yeah. tricky I think to make vehicles look really cool you yeah. wouldn't think so but I don't know how many dumb terrible like car or racing movies are there where you're just yeah. like this is boring oh, yeah. <laughs> except for Speed Racer because Speed Racer is the bomb I I do want to ask you know before we before we finish our reviews for this. I, uh, there's a lot of awesome moments in this movie, so I want to ask everybody if they have a favorite or one that sticks out in their mind is like, oh my god, that was awesome, or oh my god, that was hilarious. Um, I want to start with Tim. Okay. I'm sure he's got one already right <laughs> well, I already talked about the tank part, like the tank part. Yeah. I'm a huge pro wrestling fan, mm-hmm. and when the LOD, the Legion of Doom, used to do the Doomsday device as a finisher, and it's where they pick the guy up on their shoulder and yes. they clothesline him from the top rope. And Rock and Vin Diesel do it in this movie, <laughs> and it was such a perfect, like, be, like. Uh, it's, that's like, one of the moments. That's one of like three or four moments where the crowd started clapping. There are some huge crowd pleasing moments yeah. in this. And oh, like, and, and the the look they gave each other after they did it was so <laughs> funny. They both just over their shoulder were like, <laughs> like "We did that." Like, yeah. We're not even talking about it. We just Vin boost him up on his shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, and there are a lot of them. That's probably my favorite. That was amazing. That was an awesome moment. Alex? Um, I was trying to think. I don't necessarily know that I have anything that I, like, super loved. I'd have to watch it again and just kind of soak in the moments. But I, I was, I felt very, like, I, even though the Gina Carano reveal didn't do anything for me, I still felt like she sucked as a person, even though she didn't do any acting. Yeah. But when she get, when she gets hit, when Paul Walker, I think, pulls up into the the plane i was extremely happy and then it got yes. it got ruined by the fact that she gets up which is utterly impossible she got a way better death though we yeah she shot in the chest that's true the yeah that's, that's i very think true. she gets the best death of the yeah villains yeah i, I think she gets a better death than the main villain the Luke Evans yeah. 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 all right cool nick i oddly enough i found myself being very weirdly taken uh during the race between dom and uh uh, Letty, yeah. when he's yeah. they're basically through racing, rediscovering flirt racing. Like, yeah, but yeah. she's like also kind of retracing like who she is. And, like, yeah. they're, they're, she's she's feeling the muscle memory of yeah. And their whole conversation afterwards with the with the scars was really cool. Yeah, I was actually like, man, this is this is pretty good. And that scene was a little bit longer than it needed to be, but mm-hmm. I I wasn't upset by it. I was watching it and be like this because it's it's like the flip side of Jaws where they're comparing the scars. Yeah. And it was very cool to watch these two retrace their history through. Because the movie started, and I was like, well, Vin's got this babe in Spain, mm-hmm. and everything's cool. Like, why is he going to go after Letty? But this movie did a good job of making me realize that their relationship goes back to when they were, like, teenagers, and that those two are, like, yeah, 
the 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 Romeo and Juliet of the Fast and Furious franchise again. But <laughs> I know I know my favorite shot in the movie though was for sh- was not for sure, but <clears throat> I loved the part when Tyrese jumps off the tank onto yeah. uh, who was oh Paul Walker was yeah. driving beside him. That shot was just so cool. Like the sl- there's not a ton of slow mo in these movies, which you would expect to see more. But maybe Justin Lin's like it's kind of a it's the Fast and the Furious, not the stop and watch it in Furious. <laughs> but that shot was just, it looked so real. I was like, oh my God, yeah. did, did Tyrese actually jump off of a tank and like onto this? <laughs> I just thought it was just such a spectacular shot. It was cool to see everything slow way down for just a second. So you yeah. could pause and be like, there's a tank and there's a car and the tank is somehow going 80 miles an hour and there's a guy jumping from one to the other. And it's so awesome. It's, it's like... Grand Theft Auto, when you have to speed the tank up, they just have the turret. Turn the turret around. They well, did that in the A team. Dude, the A team has the best tank action in any movie ever. ever. But I, oh, also, the, the shot uh, of. Like, I was waiting for it when Vin was fighting the Russian guy. I was like, this isn't. This is cool. These are two heavyweights, but it needs to be The Rock. And then when, like, Vin hits him and the camera goes to that guy, and then he goes to hit back, and it's The Rock instead, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I just jumped in. And then the shot where the two of them, it's just like a, it's like a tag match almost. They're, they're squaring up with each other, and it's the... It's, with, with their analogs on the other It's team. Vin and The Rock, yeah, and then the big Russian guy, whoever, and, and Luke uh, Luke Evans. I was like, oh, that was cool. Yeah. This, this just turned into, like, a fighting game. <laughs> All right, Willie. I think... I, there's so many good ones. Um, I, I like Han a lot. And I like uh, I like Tyrese a lot. We know this now. Um, and I like them being paired up. And then they have like the worst fight scene in the world. Oh yeah, that but was it's amazing. so funny. Like the whole thing's so funny, and you like really want them to beat this guy up, and they just can't do it. That was very that good. was a lot of fun. I so and, and and the sh- the afterwards with with Tyrese going. You know, no nobody has to know about this. It's really funny. And <laughs> Any of the Han bands. looks so beat, like so sweaty, and yeah. just like, like that's like the most disheveled you see his hair ever <laughs> in the whole series. Yeah, he's looking, he's looking rough. That was really, really funny. But it was also, it was also really intense too. And it was like, it was like cor- like a choreographed mess, which was awesome. It was awesome. So, that was a lot of fun. And then I, I really liked just the one shot of. Uh, of Vin and the Rock standing side by side, like like it's, it's it was like a fighting game because it was like it like zoomed in on them like standing like like all buffed up ready to go and then it zoomed on the villains like and then it was like fight you know it was so cool <laughs> so that was fun. Any of the banter with Tyrese and and almost anybody, but Ludacris in particular was really funny. Yeah, those like, they two, were those two, each other the whole time. Those two are very funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then the Rock jump chiming in at the very end. <laughs> About his big forehead was so funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The four, like, the it's like jump. wow, Hobbs is. He's part of the family. Now. Like he knows. Familiar. He is. He's in on the. He's in on it now. I would not be like, my, my disbelief would not have to be suspended too much if The Rock like becomes O'Connor and is like, <laughs> disgraced DSS agent now, now yeah. professional car thief with all the hookups. The cycle continues. Or if he yeah, or if he ends up like constantly hooking them up. If like. Midway through the movie, they're like, "Oh, Statham is like too hard for yeah. us to handle," and they like, "We need to make a call." And the Hobbs, rock answers the phone. Yeah. yeah, Hobbs calls in a warhead strike on. <laughs> he just calls in a sick day to the DSS. He's like, "I got some friends that need some help." Like, <laughs> rolls up into one of his signature Hummers that just can also go 100 miles an hour and just crush <laughs> everything. Signa- the signature, battle jitney. <laughs> yes, the signature Herkimer battle jitney from <laughs> with, with a Nas Man. tank in it that's this big around. <laughs> All right, uh, real quick, let's do letter grades and then we can we can sign off. Um, I'm gonna give it an A. 
it's kind of an A, man. <laughs> I know, I feel like I gi- I've given everything an A, it seems like, every time <laughs> I've had it here, but like, I can't help it. You're such an optimistic person, though, too. I really like that. <laughs> I know, but I just like the movies I've watched the yeah, last couple, yeah. so yeah. And honestly, yeah, there are parts that drag, but it does stuff. A, A, A. Yeah, I'd give it an A. <laughs> oh my god. Awesome. <laughs> We promised to have you on, Tim, for a, for a crappy for movie, a movie just Yes. yes. Yeah. Like yeah. a bad There's at least some debate. As yeah. <laughs> if you want to join us for After Earth next week. That, uh, oh, my God. I, oh, jeez. Can I? Can I please? <laughs> What's his name in After Earth? Uh, Will Smith? Yeah. Yeah. What's his name, though? Oh, I don't know. It's don't really know. good. Well, I'm, I'm going to pull it up No, right pull it up, because it's amazing. It's not Stacker Pentecost good from Pacific Rim. <laughs> Stacker Pentecost? Yeah. Is it, is it uh, Deacon Frost good from Blade? I think so. Oh, I man. Think Deacon Frost is good. Deacon Frost is good. I, I'm very, I'll be interested after a year a year from now. <laughs> Cypher Rage? Cypher Rage, yes! Oh, no. It's <laughs> a wrestler. Oh, my God. It's like an x Okay, we're getting into After Earth Review early here. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a little preview for next week. Yeah. So, all A's. That, that's awesome. Glenn, I was going to say, I think... Glenn Morshower plays Commander Velan <laughs> in After Earth. I wonder who the villain will be. No, I'm just kidding. I think uh, it'll be really interesting at the end of the year to see... Like what our what our grades were overall to like look back yeah. at each movie and see because obviously this is all on like a sliding scale. yeah yeah like it's it's funny that more A's were awarded to a Fast and Furious movie than like Place Beyond the Pines or like yeah. or dramas but it's yeah. just it's interesting and it's good that we are all able to watch these movies for like what they are yes, yes. yes. yeah that's we're really grading like, them that's boot stupid man <laughs> that that wouldn't happen that's that's the important thing is you you always have to remember with with a movie like Fast and Furious that. It, it's doing what it's doing. It's like not... it's weird that Alex enjoyed a Fast and Furious movie more than a Star Trek movie. Yeah, yeah. You no. didn't cry for this one either. I'm probably, no, I did. Probably a big guy. <laughs> <laughs> but Brian and Don would be okay with. He hasn't. Crying. He hasn't watched Tokyo Drift yet. Yeah, so. exactly. True, true facts. That's where the true crying. That's where. The, <laughs> that's where the, the tears will, will happen. All right. Um, so it's time for our trivia question to enter into the giveaway for the Marvel Cinematic Universe Phase One box set. Trivia question this week. What is the name of the terrorist group that takes Tony Stark in the first Iron Man film? Um, email your correct answer and name to feedback at midwestfilmnerds.com and uh, like us on Facebook for your chance to win. Other than that, thanks to my brother at Mr. John on Twitter for music and uh, artwork. Um, I'm Johnny1703 at Hemowiliak for Willie. At Nick Lovell for Nick, and then at Tim Long one TW yes. for Tim for for Prince quotes. Um, <laughs> other than that, uh, we're on Vine and Instagram. I think we do some pretty fun Vine things, so go check them out. Yeah, check out our Vine stuff. Really cool. Yeah, it's really funny. I'm yeah. planning on having a serious Vine presence. I barely use my Twitter, but now it'll come alive because I'm fascinated with Vine. <laughs> good, good. All right, so uh, Kyle XY and go watch Fast and Furious.
Facebook, 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 